Hey guys, welcome to another episode. This episode is titled Voices. What voices do we allow to influence our actions? Are there certain people in your life that bring out the best in you or help restrain you sometimes from doing or saying something you shouldn't say? Are there others that only talk you into things or encourage bad choices? Do you know someone who is a good person but has a tendency to act before thinking? Well, they're not alone. And if that's you, well, you're not alone either. So let me do a little recap so I can catch you guys up in case you've missed the other episodes to where we are right now in the scriptures that we're reading. At this point, we've been talking about Abishai and how he went with King David to, and King David had asked for someone to go with him into Saul's camp to go down to Saul's camp and Abishai of course volunteers to go with him and they go just King David and Abishai they go into Saul's camp into the middle where Saul is at standing right over Saul and all of Saul's soldiers and bodyguards are all asleep but David and Abishai are standing there and this is where we pick up. And in 1 Samuel chapter 26, starting with verse 8, he says, Abishai said to David, Today God has delivered you or delivered your enemy into your hands. Now let me pin him to the ground with one thrust of my spear. I won't strike him twice. But David said to Abishai, Don't destroy him. Who can lay a hand on the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? Now, David goes on to kind of restrain him and rebuke him. And Abishai, of course, follows what David tells him to do. And you can see in this moment, Abishai is fiercely loyal, willing to do whatever it takes. You know, Abishai is that guy that, you know, if you need a, a body buried somewhere he he's going to be the guy that will do it for you he's super loyal to david and is willing to do whatever it takes but he often is so zealous that he he thinks or he acts way before he thinks and david is able to restrain him and to kind of check him and you'll see um in another passage over in second samuel 16 you'll see the same thing come out again where at this point uh, Abishai and uh, King David, of course, um, are kind of, they're leaving because Absalom had, had overthrown David and basically David and some people that were loyal to him had left and they were leaving and one of the people that was loyal to Absalom was picking at at David and, and cursing him, so to speak. And in that moment, Abishai says to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and cut off his head. 
But again, David rebuked him and restrained him. So you can see how Abishai is definitely that character who uh, tends to be very aggressive and acts before he thinks um, and kind of lets his um, actions get way ahead of his thoughts. But when you when Abishai was around David, he would listen to David and David would check Abishai. But before he did anything crazy, unlike Joab, who did not listen to David and killed people whom David had said not to harm. And remember, Joab was or is or was Abishai's brother. So, but Abishai, when he got around his brother Joab, he did some shameful things. And you'll find that in 2 Samuel uh, 3.30, where it talks about uh, Abner uh, being killed. And Abner had already, had already been granted you know, peace by David. And uh, David has sent him on his way in peace. Well, Joab ends up tracking down Abner and accompanied by his brother Abishai. So when Abishai is with Joab, he becomes an accomplice and gets involved with, you know, the, the killing of Abner. And the same thing happens with another person named Amasa over in Second Samuel 20, verse 9. And it talks about how, uh, again, Joab kind of spearheads the thing. And Joab ends up being the main one they describe with, with killing this individual as well. But Abishai was, was there with him and, again, was an accomplice. So you can see how when Abishai gets around Joab, there's no one to restrain him. And he, he allows himself to get caught up into in, doing things where he doesn't think um, and, he, and he doesn't have that restraint. So he gets himself caught up into doing some things that he regrets uh, later. So when you read about these two brothers, Joab is always the one described as doing the actual killing, and Abishai seems to be more of an accomplice. But still, Abishai listens, apparently, to to his brother, and his brother seems to just feed um, that way about Abishai, where he, you know, like you see in the other scriptures where Abishai wants to just avenge David and he has that quick temper or that quick uh, to action uh, to do something. He wants to get justice or revenge right away and he doesn't think things through. Well, Joab just doesn't help the situation at all and you can see when he gets around Joab, he does bad things, but when he's around David, David is able to restrain him. There's something interesting about David versus Joab. David was Abishai's uncle and king, yes. Joab was the commander-in-chief and, of course, Abishai's brother. So they're both family members. They both you know, have high positions. But David loved God and the law of God. David had a God perspective. But Joab had no respect for the law of God and no respect for the king. Joab had a me perspective or a godless perspective. And that was a perspective that eventually would get him executed. 
So when you look at the two, David, with all the bad things that David did as well, but David still had a God perspective. He loved God and loved God's law. And he was able to restrain Abishai, not just because he was the king, but because he he gave Abishai a God perspective on on, the, on his actions. Joab, on the other hand, was all about me. Joab was all about Joab. And Joab had a godless perspective. And you see where that got Abishai. And when he listened to David, he was good. When he listened to Abishai, he got himself into bad situations. Now, Abishai is not the only one that kind of had that quick temper wanting to avenge um, you know, his king or his lord. Peter was like that in the garden when they came to uh, arrest Jesus. He jumped out there and, and cut off the ear of the soldier. Jesus had to rebuke him. James and John wanted to call down fire from heaven and consume these villagers who opposed Jesus. Um, and Jesus again had to rebuke them. So you can see how there's a natural tendency with some people that they want to, to avenge when they see some wrongdoing. But just like Jesus had to rebuke them, like David had to rebuke Abishai, we need those people in our life that can check us that can give us the God perspective. So, in closing, just be sure to listen to the Holy Spirit. He is obviously obviously going to have a God perspective, but the Holy Spirit's going to be there with you when nobody else is there and he that voice he can check you if you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit if you'll listen. Um and of course, through reading God's word, That'll make a big difference as well. But um, just make sure that we always have those people around us that can give us that God perspective and, and check us when we need that. Okay, guys, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, God, so much for what you do. Thank you for your word and how you bless us through it. Thank you, God, for the people that you send in our life that are able to check us, that are able to... Put that God perspective on things before we do something we shouldn't do or say something we shouldn't say. Help us, Lord, to stay away from, even if it's family members, stay away from um, people that have a me perspective or a godless perspective. But, Lord, let us be uh, always in your word and always being sensitive to the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit, when he speaks to us, to check us that we hear that, and that not only do we hear it, but we heed it and listen to it. God, we love you so much. Go before us this day. Show us favor. Uh, every listener out there, I pray, God, that you will watch over them and just bless them this day, God. Restore hope in their life. Uh, fill them with your passion and your purpose and a love for you, and not just you, but a love for their fellow man. We love you. We praise you. Amen.